Hey there, it's Marisha. And I'm Laura. Join us for real conversations about how to bring more joy to your SLP practice. Did you ever see the Disney movie Inside Out? Yes. Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your upbringing with emotions. Was emotional talk a big part of your life? I don't think so. I don't really remember talking about emotions very much. I remember when I was in fifth grade, I had a lot of emotions around (laughs) friendships. Yes. And my parents were very supportive. I remember crying about something that happened and they were there for me, but like I don't think we labeled the emotions or had much kind of conversation around Mm. that specifically. Yeah. I think for me growing up, it always kind of felt like if you weren't okay, if you didn't feel okay or in a good space, you would just remove yourself. And Mm. when you're okay, then you could come back. Mm. But I also don't have memories of having difficult emotional experiences and having conversations where I was given any framework to help me identify what those emotions might be Mm -hmm. and then how to work through them and be supported through them I was loved and cared for but like that part of you know my emotional life wasn't really a big part of growing up that I remember and I very much grew to be a people pleaser (laughs) because I wanted everyone around me to be okay because I felt like if you were okay you were okay with me and then I could be okay And it took me many years to realize how really self-centered and selfish that was for me, because even though it felt very giving, like I was always caring for everyone else, it was very self-motivated because it helped me feel better if I knew you were happy with me. Mm -hmm. And so I became really good at reading other people, seeing what they needed and what they wanted, anticipating their needs and providing it. And then I would feel resentful because I was always giving, giving, giving. And I think because of that, that part of my life, of my emotional development, was pretty stunted, even as an adult. And I came across this term, have you ever heard of being emotionally differentiated? I've heard you talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it came across my path maybe seven or eight years ago. Mm. So being emotionally differentiated is... When you are aware of your own emotions, you can regulate your emotions, you can empathize, and you can communicate your emotions in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So for me, I had become very ingrained and woven into other people's emotions. Mm -hmm. So I was reading other people's emotions. And so when other people weren't happy with me or even happy in general, it was like a instinct almost to try and make things okay for them without ever really reflecting on my emotions. Mm -hmm. And so I found myself really disconnected from my body, what my body was telling me and being able to label it. I kind of got stuck in that mad, sad, glad triad Mm -hmm. and kind of got stuck in that and didn't have good labels for what I was feeling. And emotions were kind of scary for me. If I wasn't feeling okay, it wasn't really a place that I wanted to go because mm. it felt like I only should be okay. Mm-hmm. And if I wasn't okay, I wasn't really sure like what to do with that. I don't know if you have any experience with difficult emotions or struggles with that at all. Yeah. So I've done 
like a lot of counseling and coaching around emotions and some of the takeaways that I've had I definitely had a hard time identifying emotions in the previous episode on self-reflection I talked about how I have breaks structured into my day to check in and see how I'm feeling and we'll talk about more what we do with that but that's something that I've had to learn and I'm still learning and I can definitely relate to wanting to avoid certain emotions this is a good emotion this Mm. is a bad emotion yes but one thing that I've learned and it's so fascinating when this happens I feel like my more quote-unquote negative emotion is sadness Mm -hmm. I don't feel a lot of anger generally but it's interesting when I'm feeling really sad I've learned or I've been told and I feel like I've integrated this but emotions are a physiological response and when I am feeling really sad instead of like oh no that's a bad emotion I need to get rid of it we need to stuff it away like no sadness no no and just breathing through it and feeling it and really noticing it and allowing that sadness because it's there for a reason and it's teaching me something that's giving me an indicator of how I am and how I'm responding to a situation and then by really leaning into it and feeling it I can learn from that so that's my experience a lot of the reading that I've done they define emotion as energy in motion oh yeah and I love what you said about labeling it I think we do ourselves a disservice when we label emotions as good or bad they're just energy Mm -hmm. moving through your body and they're teaching us something they absolutely are if we step back Mm self-reflect you know consider what that emotion means it's been a very long journey for me to give my body that space I am someone who would try and like separate from my body and -hmm. just ignore that emotion and shove it down oh yeah and for many years I would just eat (laughs) and shove it down with food and Mm -hmm. move on with my day And so I needed to learn a whole new vocabulary. And Mm -hmm. there are such beautiful nuanced words for emotions. And what a gift as SLPs, because we understand the gradation of language and Mm -hmm. how you can use different words to mean, you know, just a slight nuance of an expression. And feelings have those Google Mm -hmm. emotional wheels and all those things. So for me, learning to identify what am I feeling Where is it coming from in my body? What is that energy telling me? How do I want to label that? And Mm -hmm. what do I want to do with it? Do I want to feel that way? Or do I want to change how I'm feeling? Mm -hmm. And putting myself in the driver's seat of that Mm -hmm. has been really helpful. I know when I did the SLP Summit, I talked about an app that has really helped me, which is the Mood app. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Bennett wrote a book called The Permission to Feel, Mm -hmm. and it's a whole curriculum and framework that schools can implement. But I found it really helpful because it gave me language for emotion. And the Mood app is color-coded, and it has high energy, low energy, pleasant, unpleasant, and you can Mm -hmm. find the color. And when you click on the color, it expands and gives you all kinds of other colors within that color. And you can play with the words to see, Mm -hmm. is that how I'm feeling? And really help yourself label it and then decide, do I want to stay feeling that way or do I want to change how I'm feeling? And it will even give you suggestions Mm -hmm. of what you can do. Yeah, it guides you through that self-reflection process. So just as an example, after the 
SLP Summit. It's always a very busy week. I love, love, love getting to connect with the presenters and the SLPs and it's such a beautiful thing, but I'm also an introvert. And so after Laura shared the app, I downloaded it and I was like, okay, let's check in and see how I'm feeling towards the end of summit. I was going through the colors and the emotion that came up was drained. Mm. I was feeling a little drained. I was kind of tired and I poured out a lot from my bucket. Yeah. It was really beautiful because it prompted that reflection. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm not familiar with that emotion. What do I do with it? Sometimes we sit with it. Sometimes we don't need to do anything. We can just let it be and it'll dissipate, teach us what we need to know and go away. But I love that the app gives you some tactical things that you can do if you feel like you need a bucket filler. So one of the things that it recommended was to watch a funny movie. I was like, that is a brilliant idea. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I did. And it was really supportive tool. And that was just one example of how it works. But I really like that. Yeah, and I found I didn't realize how critical it was not only for me like as my own personal growth, but Mm -hmm. for me in my relationships and at work. There's such a huge push towards social emotional learning Mm -hmm. for our students, but we can't model and grow in our students things we don't own for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And depending on how old you are and, you know, how old your parents are or how you were raised, your experience with understanding your emotions you know, self-reflecting on what your body is telling you and keying into the energy in your body, being comfortable and okay with whatever you feedback you get, Mm -hmm. being able to bring that emotion into relationship has been huge for me and being okay to say, this is how I'm feeling right now. Mm -hmm. And this is what I need right now for some of us can be, you know, really challenging and carving out that time to do the self-care based Mm -hmm. on our emotions. But then how do we model it for our students? Mm-hmm. You know, if we see interactions in our students and they're struggling, do we have the skill to self-reflect so we can model that for them? Because mm-hmm. it's such a huge part. I don't think we can leave social emotional skills just to our school adjustment counselors or our school psychologists. You know, it's all of our responsibilities to be able to model that for our students. And you can't model and put out a skill that you don't own mm-hmm. and have for yourself. And not that we're perfect at doing it all the time, but at least mm-hmm. that we're growing in our ability to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So emotions can be challenging to recognize and label and know how to move through. But I think on the other side of that, we can feel so much more comfortable Mm -hmm. wherever we're at and know that I can be okay. Okay. Even if the other people around me are struggling, I can enter into that. And now I can try and help them because I'm really worried about them. Mm -hmm. And I want them to be okay, not because I need them to be okay for me anymore. Yeah. And that feels really good. That does feel good. Yeah. Hey, Joyful SLP. Thanks for listening. If you're liking our podcast, we hope you'll subscribe so you can get a notification whenever a new episode drops. We'd also love it if you would leave us a review. It will help other SLPs to find us. You can also just share the episode with all your SLP besties so they can join our community. 